amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, it's the Recruiting Animal here on February, February 7th, 2018. You know, this week I read an article by a woman named Kathy Klein, K-L-E-I-N. She is, in case you don't know her, I didn't, she's the Vice Dean of the Wharton Social Impact Initiative. (laughs) I don't know what that means either, but it sounds important, doesn't it? She's at uh, Wharton. It's the alma mater of the president. Anyway, here's what she says. Everyone says that gender diversity in the boardroom improves company performance because it brings a lot of different points of view and experience to the table, right? But apparently, there's a lot of academic studies by professors that say that having more female board members doesn't affect anything at all. It doesn't do anything special. And Kathy quotes a study by McKinsey, famous consulting firm, which claims that companies with more women in senior executive and board roles, that they have advantages over those that don't. But she rebuts that by saying that the research conducted by consulting firms is not as rigorous as peer-reviewed academic research. And she says there's hundred, there's a hundred studies of firms in 35 countries that show the impact of gender diversity is insignificant. Insignificant, right? It doesn't affect stock performance. It doesn't affect shareholder returns. And she says that gender diversity in other kinds of work teams doesn't affect performance either. Why? Well, there's a few reasons, but the main one she claims is that the women who get named, who get appointed to corporate boards, they're not much different from the men. You understand that? And now it's time for what show is this, Jerry? Jerry. The recruiting animal That was good. Yeah. And I also want to thank, before we go in, I want to thank my sponsors. You can sing while I'm talking, Jerry. I don't mind. Martin Snyder, the boss at PC Recruiter. Everyone knows what it is, the Swiss army knife of recruiting software. And Nintran, the COO of Hire Tool, the super-duper sourcing tool. And finally, Nick Livingston, the CEO of Honeit. H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview technology. Last week he called in to improve my <laughs> improve the way I delivered the ad. I, I left out one point. So you're welcome to call in again today. You can do the whole ad, Nick. As long as you pay me, I don't care. But here's a freebie. My good friend Chris Russell, he wants you to know that if you don't like the Recruiting Animal Show, you can find better HR and recruiting podcasts at hrpodcasters.com, okay? hrpodcasters.com with Chris Russell, the man with the husky voice. Uh, Jerry, yes, you still Anna. here? Yes. You know what? Before we get going, I just 
Well, yesterday I had to go and get a, a medical test, <laughs> and they had Mammogram? to put these suction cup. No, 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 They had to put they manogram. They had to put yeah. They had to put these suction cups on my chest, and all of a sudden, the girl who was doing it, the young woman, she pulls out a razor and starts shaving me. Right oh no! <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> and now, <laughs> when I put my hand on my chest. It is nothing oh. there. It seems oh, really weird. I, I, <laughs> wow. Do you is normally touch your a, chest? Yeah, I do. Is that a Me Too <laughs> event? That's what I wanted to know. Is that a Me Too? Oh, Can God. I sue those look, guys? Look, dude, you, cannot, you cannot play games with that here. I'm out. I'm not, <laughs> okay. I'm not participating in this discussion. It's not a joke. It's okay. not funny. It's nothing to be made okay, light thanks. of, animal. Thank you can't you do that. I'm just saying here. you cannot do that. Yeah, I got the point. Okay. 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 Let's I'm bring sorry. In the guest. Said, seems like I have to tell you this now every week or two. <laughs> okay. I, I'm sorry. We have Jerry. some serious issues here in the U.S. It's okay. for your radio show. This is a comedy show. Well, it's a serious comedy show. And, and there speaking again, of comedy, I'm going to. It seems like the Me Too movement is a joke. It's not. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bring in the guest. His name, this guy, I got to tell you, he's a personal branding guy, and he doesn't know how to create a good Twitter name for himself. His Twitter name is Greg Recruiting, one. yeah, it is Reg. Recruiting Greg. Recruiting no, Greg. Recruiting Reg. Without the, no, yeah, you, that's how it looks. Recruiting yeah. Greg. It's not, it doesn't even have a G at the end of recruiting, unless you want to use his. Yeah, there's no G. Kathy, that's the problem, Kathy Manis. No. There's no G at the end of recruiting, recruiting <laughs> Greg, or if his name was Reg, that would be okay, recruiting Reg, okay? Yeah. So he must be Greg. from the Midwest then. Recruiting Greg, Greg. I, where are you I from? Am, I, moved, I moved to the Midwest about a year ago. I'm in Springfield, Missouri, the, the booming metropolis of yeah. Springfield. Missouri. 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 Did you move? Did you move you, there? You might should learn how to say the, say the state name. Yeah, I moved <laughs> okay. here because the housing is cheap and the nature and all that good stuff. But, yeah, well, Missouri. You I've moved work there on from that. where? I uh, moved, grew up in California, moved to Arizona for a little bit. Way too hot in Arizona. Moved to Springfield literally a year and a week ago. Wow. Oh, really? Okay. What part of California? Go ahead. I grew up in Long Beach, uh, so Southern California, lived in Orange County for a while, worked out of Irvine right next to the John Wayne Airport. And... Okay, I, I had enough it. of the geography, enough geography, okay? <laughs> Are we going to sing, oh, well, do you know the song, no. uh, uh, Help Me Make It Through the Night? Help Me Make It Through the Night, do you know it, Greg? Does anybody want to sing, you know... Help Me Make It Through the Night? Go ahead. I don't. I'm surprised. I'm surprised we're not going to go for the for the laughing yoga. The that, laughing yoga is the greatest, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, who's in for the laughing yoga? Are you, Greg? You going to do it? Hey, Kathy, I was born for it? this moment. Okay. I don't know it. We're going to go. We're just. We just have oh, to laugh. Oh, you'll know it here real laughter. soon. Fake <laughs> laughter out loud. We're going to count. We're going to count to three. <laughs> three. Kathy, okay. the problem is you won't be yoga. able to unknow okay. it. I can't wait. Are we ready? Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, we're ready. Let's do it. One. Jerry two, started a little early. Three. <laughs> 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 with him in the past and I hate him uh, just because it just Why? seems <sighs> I probably should because it'll help me stay organized but I don't because it seems canned and unauthentic because you're just putting the same content out across every platform I don't think you know what it is okay an online scheduler <laughs> it's when you you send out a link to uh, to 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 your candidate uh, or the person you want to talk oh, to. Oh, you're talking recruit. about Calendly. So can, yeah. The, well, that's one oh, brand. One brand that's okay? one of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do, you have, do, you use, do, you, do you use it? 
I use it for Clara. some things, and I'm planning on using it a little bit more because it, it just makes things a lot easier. I suck at uh, the whole calendar organization stuff. Okay, that's great. So you rate yourself at organization as a 5 out of 10. Is that correct? On a, on a good you're day, You're not a very yeah. organized person. You're telling us you're not a very organized person, okay? That's right. I, so is, I, it is this, Okay, but hold on. This. this is what you say on your LinkedIn. You say, in the uh -oh. first year, I was able to go – I was able to go from the newbie, I was the newbie, to being in the top 10 billers for the company. When you went to the first recruiting agency, you became in the top 10. How many people were in the company? 11? There was a total of nine, I think. No, I'm just kidding. There was 50, <laughs> 60, oh, something 50? like that. So how it wasn't, did you do it? it? So, so you've already told, no, no, you already told us you're disorganized. How did you become from zero, go from zero to nine, let's say. How did you become so great? A lot of trial and error. I screwed up a lot, but I just kept kept my head down, kept calling. I Googled a lot because I didn't know anything. I didn't get any official training, so I, I think uh, I just kind of went for it. And I don't have any real good reason why it happened. I just called and emailed more than so you the other people, I guess. You, so you just think it was the volume of your your calls and emails. That's it? Pure volume? That's it? That's the key Volume of calls and emails, and then also just, I like I said, I Googled like crazy to learn the space that I was in so that I could actually have more meaningful conversations instead of saying, listen, I don't know what the heck I'm talking to you about, but this is what I got. Okay. You said... You said you made a lot of mistakes. Which mistakes did you make? Can you remember one mistake? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of recruiters, they get blamed for not following up. That was a big one when I first started out. Uh, there, if there was somebody that was not getting the job, I didn't want to call them and tell them why or even tell them that they're not considered. Uh, that uh, made a lot of mistakes, and it sucked because those were now – the reasons why I'm a little bit different, why people like me as a recruiter is because I've made those mistakes and realized that screwing people over uh, by not following up is just well, okay. So, so horrible. what do you do? So you're saying that if, if there's a delay in the hiring process and you have no news, you still call them and say, I got nothing to tell you. I just want you to know I'm still here. Is that one of the things yeah. you do now? That okay, is one of the things I do now, that or an email or – I was not – no, when I first started out, because, I mean, I didn't have really what you would consider training. It was more, here's the computer, uh, go for <laughs> it kind of thing. Yeah, Sounds okay. So, so, hold on a second. What happens when the candidate says, Greg, what's the start? Okay, yeah, it's nice that you called me to tell me that nothing's happening, but why is nothing happening, Greg? What's going on? Are they serious? Well, it depends. If – yeah, if it if I have a specific update or a specific insight into why, I will give them exactly yeah, this yeah, is the reason I why. If I go ahead, go for it. Go if ahead. I don't have that information, I will tell them. Listen, I I don't know what the holdup is. We are doing what we can to try and figure that out. As soon as I have specific information, I'll let you know. And does that help? And that's not the or that's not. Well, it's, it's not the best answer, but it's better than just going two weeks without hearing anything. Yep. Okay. How do you turn people up? So how do you turn people down now once they're rejected? Is it something you implied that you didn't do very well before? How do you do it now that you're, you're number one? Well, it depends. I, I know that you have had these conversations in the past, and I, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Jerry that said there was somebody with sunglasses on his head, and what it came down to is he was just a dick. I'm not going to tell people that they're a dick necessarily. It could be you know, if they just went with another client or uh, another candidate, or, hey, you are lacking on this, this, and this, or, dude, you kind of butchered this question or, or whatever. Uh, it really depends on the situation, though. Okay, so it, lots of times you just give them the old Michael G. Cox, uh, you know, no answer. Uh, oh, they decided. Actually, oh, I outsource it to Michael G. Cox. I don't do that. Sure, that's the one you always say. Oh, they decided to go with a stronger candidate, <laughs> something like that. That's no, not an answer. I'm very specific as to why they weren't better than some other candidate. Okay. But we don't always if, get that the, information from the manager either, which is which is frustrating. For some of the higher volume clients that 
agencies have, and I'm on the agency side, you don't always get that. Sometimes it might just be, hey, we went with another client or another candidate. Sorry. Uh, and yeah. so you have okay. to try and that's give not, that information as best satisfying. possible. That's not very it's satisfying, not. but tough luck for You're the, right. tough luck for the for the candidate, right? Just tough luck. Can't 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 help it. Sorry. Okay, Mike. But let's just get Michael G. Cox for a second. Okay, Michael G. Cox. Uh, yep. you, what if the, can, the the hiring manager, just like Greg just said, the hiring manager just doesn't like the guy's personality or the, the woman's personality who's a candidate? Uh, you don't tell them that. I know you don't. Go ahead. Respond. No, yeah, you, you can't say that. So if I can't get anything that is concrete and measurable that I can compare to other candidates, then, then you know, I, I can't share that information with them. Yeah, but what do you say? You just said, oh, I give them detailed information. No, you don't. You just if, said I If I get detailed truth. information, I certainly do. If I don't, then I oh, say, look. okay, okay. If I don't get that, then I, yeah. I have to share with them. Yeah. Look, I don't have anything. So if, if I will try and get something from you. Except, yeah, accept <laughs> the information that's detailed that you don't want to give. I got it. We got the picture now. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, so you're an IT recruiter and a brand specialist. If I told you tomorrow that you're going to focus on auditors instead, or, or tax accountants like your friend uh, Adam, or I think his name is Karpiak. What would Mr. You do Karpiak, if, yeah. To, if you had to switch to, to some other field tomorrow, what would you do? How would you become successful? How long would it take? You know, it depends on the field on the side of finance. I've messed around that with that a little bit in the first place that I went. But if I didn't know anything about it, it's just, like I said, it's going to be a lot of Googling, a lot of figuring out the, the Boolean search strings and stuff like yeah. that and okay. yeah. going from there. Well, so what you could also do is, and what I would do is I would talk to a recruiter who I knew was excelled in that arena. Yeah. And, and get educated as to what I'm looking for in the language and then just, you know, like you said, Google the industry and make sure you know the key terms. But you're not going to be an expert. You're not going to be an auditor. No. But you, you're going to want to talk to somebody who can guide you on that. And then yeah, no, I mean, it's the same thing with, industry with, that aren't recruiters. And, and I think, above all, don't act like something that you're not. Right. right, exactly. I mean, it's okay. the same thing with – so I do software developers. I can't write a line of code to save my life, but I've talked to enough of them and asked them the questions and, and been honest, like, look, I have literally no idea what this means. Could you tell me the difference between this and this? And a lot of times they're, they're pretty good at, at giving some information. Some of them get annoyed, but for the most part, they just want to share information. So that's probably what, what I'd do. Okay, you're going off on a tangent. How long would it take you to make a placement – in a new field. What Kathy's taught, Kathy's a generalist. She expects to make a placement on every search, right? So there's really no ramp-up time. You get on a search, you intend to make a placement on your first search. How long do you think it would take you? Could you do it? So you switch tomorrow, and you start looking for You spend an hour talking to this recruiter who's experienced in the field, like she said, and you, then, then you're on your own. How long would it take you to, 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 to make a placement? One search, you could make it on your first search? No, probably not. I mean, it, it's a possibility that I could get lucky and find somebody and have a really good search and find that one person. But I would expect, depending on the, the length of the interview process, probably a month. Uh, but I would yeah, I didn't continue searching month. until I, I found said, those how, people. I said, would you, make, would, would you make the placement? That's what I meant. You could make a placement starting tomorrow in a different field, right? Because you've got your yeah. pipeline. I know you talk about that, but you, you don't need a pipeline. You could work on a, a, a new field tomorrow and hope to fill it. Am I right? Is that what you're telling me? I believe so, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, I'm going to do an ad because you know what? I always delay the ads, and it's already 20 after. I don't know. Is it why? Is it because I have so much fun that – it moves so quickly. Anyway, hi, everybody. I'll be back in a second, Doug. Now, you like the feeling of I your have... bare chest right now. What? You like the feeling of your bare ad. chest now, so everything is going different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not touching, I'm not touching my chest at this moment. Hi, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for PC Recruiter. Martin Snyder, you know, he's the boss over there, S-N-Y-D-E-R. 
And you know what he says? He says, I love things that are user-friendly, and I love things that are intuitive. But there's a problem. If it's too user-friendly, if it's too simple, that could mean that something is missing. And at PC Recruiter, they don't miss anything. And you know why? Because their software is configurable. Configurable. You buy it, and then you adjust it to suit yourself. They don't tell you how to work. They make software that lets you decide yourself. So if you want it simple, okay, you can make it simple, but not too simple. If you want it complicated, you can make it complicated. And if you're afraid that you're, you know, it's too hard for you, you're not technically adept, you know what? They'll help you. They've got a lot of support with their super support staff. People who come on this show who use PC Recruiter tell us that their support team is fantastic. It doesn't matter if you're a solo operator or a member of a big recruiting team. PC Recruiter loves you, and they believe that if you love something, set it free. That's why they make software that you can customize yourself. So check them out, please, at PCRecruiter.net. What kind of LinkedIn account do you have, Greg Johnson? Uh, right now, I have just the, the regular kind. My company pays for the LinkedIn recruiter, which is kind of a separate side of it as well. But I just have the, the regular run-of-the-mill free version. Free? The free version? You can't even afford $60 a month out of your own pocket? Hey. Or your, you your know, company there's doesn't no, pay for it? What? There's, my company pays for the LinkedIn recruiter, which I don't know how much they pay, but I know it's it's not cheap. Uh, but the yeah. premium side, I just I don't need it for what I'm doing right now. If I was if I was on if I was an active candidate or a, on the search for a job, I might switch to that just so I could have the insights that it gives. But I don't yeah, need. Why it. don't you need it? Why don't you need it? Why don't you need to uh, a PC recruiter? I mean, not PC recruiter. I mean. Uh, you know the 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 nav sales navigator or whatever you know it's called the uh, the paid version of LinkedIn. Why don't you uh, sales what do you navigator? So there's yeah. sales navigator, there's recruiter light, and all that good stuff. Uh, the reason I don't yeah. need don't it is need because it? because Go ahead. there's so I have built up a, a network of I think I'm close to thirteen thousand now, uh, and it's just by engaging and posting content and commenting and things like that that does pretty much the exact same thing just without the data behind it. I could reach out to anybody that I wanted to with the free version without having to pay. So there's just really no and point. How did you get those 13? How did you get the, did you adopt them from uh, your company? Is that your company's database you're referring to or no. did you actually? I'm referring to people that follow me those? on LinkedIn. So how did I get 13, those? Just, I, yeah. Okay. Tell us. I, literally just from starting to post and engage with the people in my network. Uh, so I'll, like a lot of the stuff that you've been tweeting that I've written or done a video on, people engage with that. And so I'm just trying to help out my network and add value to that network. And because yeah, of that, uh, you know in the last... The people who engage, the people who engage with you, there's 13,000 people. How many of them are actually relevant to you, you know, they're IT people, tech people, or is it just anybody who sees it? I mean, how do you, are you saying, you know, only, there's a lot of tech people? You, you can, you can yeah, fill a whole database a just, by, just by telling people, you know, writing articles about, you know, this is, you know, what you should do on LinkedIn. Is that, is that the key? Just write, so, write articles? There are different ways of doing it. You don't have to write articles if you if that's if you don't want to be a blogger, you don't have to be a blogger to start getting noticed. You could literally just go out and see the people that are writing and engage with them, and people will see you and they might interact with you. You won't get as much of a following as fast as if you did write. But as far as filling a database and, and the breakdown of it, I'd say maybe 25% of those 13,000 are in the tech space, and then the other 75% uh, is just general. So how did you get all the 25% of the 13,000? Was it just by writing articles? Come on, tell us. How do you source your candidates? Is it just by writing articles? Oh, sourcing candidates and building out a network, uh, they're related, but 
as far as sourcing candidates, I use the LinkedIn recruiter. I use all the job boards and all that good stuff as well. Okay. Uh, Is anybody with me? This guy's two-faced. He's talking out of both sides of his mouth. You, oh, yeah. You're kind of losing your audience. I'm not sure where this is going. I, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Jerry, okay. I was just, what specifically I know do you I want to know? I was dragging it out. I was dragging it out. I just want to, you know, yeah, I, I use the link. <laughs> I drifted off. Yeah, I know. I was, hey, Animal, I was trying to pin him all down. All he's doing is what we used to do. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He's just but doing I what never... we used to do 12, 15 years ago. Do you not recognize that, commenting and posting? Yeah, but but did did, did I get 13,000 or, or 5,000 relevant candidates from it that I could, you know, be buddies with and ask for referrals for? No. That's what he's How do you know they're saying. relevant? Then, I don't, how do you know they're relevant? Okay, Kathy, you didn't want to beat this into the ground. Now I'm trying to leave it, right. and, uh, okay. and you're taking it up again. Fair okay, enough. but yeah, but what he's really doing is he uses a LinkedIn, LinkedIn recruiter from his company and does normal searches. <laughs> That's how he does it. That's his sourcing. Okay. Exactly. Come on. Yeah, don't don't try to mess around with me and wreck my show and have people like you know Jerry and Kathy say they're falling asleep because I have to beat you to the ground questions. to get the truth out of you. Come on, ask hey, better man. questions. You uh, if you want to know the sourcing, it's LinkedIn recruiter, job boards, things like that. Reg, if you want to know about it, going to ruin this show. It's going to be animal. <laughs> <laughs> Drop mic. You know. Um, <laughs> One okay, I got one more important. A, I got an important question for him. I got a great question. What Go about ahead. any? Free, do you use any free tools what? out there that you can share with us that have been, you know, productive in producing results? As far as sourcing candidates, no. I, most of the stuff that I use is the it's the LinkedIn Recruiter, Career Builder, Dice, Monster, the typical job boards that almost every recruiting company has. I do mess around with HireTool. Uh, so there's a plug for you right there. Hopefully they pay you a little bit more money, but not any, uh, not any free. What, then what other tools do you use at all that are help you be successful in what you do? So I don't use any other specific tools. It's not, I don't feel like I am super duper special or different or have specific things that I use that are better than anybody else. I just use the tools that I do have, which are LinkedIn and okay, all the job boards. How, okay, now I call BS. So I'm, okay. looking, at his, I'm looking at his LinkedIn. I, I get to help develop and showcase the heart behind logo creating videos, blogs, webinars, and events. So you don't use any marketing tools. You don't use any sign-up tools. You don't use any posting tools to, or, or mass distribution tools to attract an audience? So, no, I, mass distribution tools. I don't use the mass distribution tools. I have created two podcasts, and I have done webinars and things like that, but I don't use any other tools other than what's just free and out there. Active don't. or passive candidates? Because if you're going to the job boards, that tells me you're looking for active candidates. Job boards for active, yes. Uh, LinkedIn recruiter for both passive and active. What is the majority of your candidate base? Are they active or passive? It depends on the position. Uh, if it's a higher level, more niche position, it's going to be more passive. Uh, but if it's the run-of-the-mill run like .NET web developer, it's going to be basically anybody that's out there. Okay. So you get, hold on, I want to ask about the job boards. So job boards are a good source and a worthwhile investment for you guys. Is that right? It depends on the position again, but yes, uh, I would say overall, they are definitely a worthwhile investment. Yes. Overall, come on, I'll, I'll sick those Kathy and Alan Fleur on you. Okay, they're much tougher than it. me. Does anybody well, yeah, else want I mean, to ask them a question? Me, job boards to me have been so passe for like 10 years. I, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. Thank you. I mean, if you're if you're calling, I mean, if you're saying job boards are one of your biggest sources of active candidates, I'm going to say, okay, if I'm interviewing you for a job, that's akin to you saying, oh yeah, my biggest tool is Craigslist. Craigslist you know what? I disagree. Apparently, right job buyers. boards are pretty good. Apparently, job boards are pretty good. They can job be boards good. Are pretty good. Michael. It's a hit okay, and miss. Go ahead, Alan. 
you, yeah. you should use it no, as low-hanging fruit, but from and for branding purposes that you've got activity out there. But attracting the best candidate and the quality what they're what the client's paying you for. Mm, Jim Durbin, what do you say? Jim, are you still here? Jim, so the, Jim I have the, the client I have is the paying same, you for uh, the person that actually takes the job and feels before. that he does it well. Uh, Michael yep. G. Cox, Michael G. Cox, Jim Durbin first, then you, then back to Alan. Right. Jim Durbin. Jim Durbin. When I was making $30,000 of placement, I had the same narrow view of job boards. Now that I'm looking mm-hmm. at it from a different perspective, I realize that it's, it's all about what your role is. we got to quit knocking on job boards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, I mean, I don't, I'm not married to one specific spot. If the job board has a candidate, I will go after that candidate. If LinkedIn has the candidate, I'll go after LinkedIn for that candidate. It yeah, really depends on what. We're talking about how general, how productive they are. Michael G. Cox wanted to say something. Michael G. Cox. So uh, what Alan had mentioned was clients are paying you for that. Uh, kind of, he was alluding to the, the passive candidate. I would argue that clients mm-hmm. are paying you for the candidate that they like. Yes. doesn't matter where you find yeah. them. So long as they 100%. can take the job, do the job, stick around. That's what you're getting paid for. If you find them on a job board or Craigslist or anywhere else, who cares? No, exactly. And I'm sorry. I met. Uh, yeah. You said it better than I did. Well, you have to lie right. about it sometimes because well, hiring managers that, that's have a because, I, don't, that's, I don't think that's you, because of perception. No. That, that it's like meeting a girl perpetuating and saying that active shirts. candidates aren't as good because there must be a reason they're looking. No, not at all. Jim said, Jim said, Jim said, you know what? If you got somebody on a job board, don't tell your client, okay? That's what he's saying. And, and, we were, yeah, okay, I, I don't know if that's. I don't. Like, really, I don't think it necessarily ahead. matters. Rick. Yeah, they don't really care Rick. where they came from. Yeah, no, because I mean well, they're they they're might. not paying I us because they they're I, incapable I they of finding those people. They're paying us because they don't want to spend the time, or their recruiters are sucking at finding those people, and it's, that's why they pay us because we can find those people. Okay, yeah, but they, they also time they also want to feel more justified in paying that that fee when when mm-hmm. they hear that oh man they they really found a, a needle in a haystack, whereas typically you're going to needle in a haystack dot com and they've got them all there. Yeah, okay, got to do an ad. Hey, everybody, <laughs> recruiting animal here. You know, I keep telling those guys over at Hire Tool that they don't need me. They don't need to buy advertising on this show. And you know why? Because people are hollering about how great Hire Tool is for free. Every single day, all across social media, on Facebook, there's tons of people saying, I love it, I love it, I love it, reputable people that I know. People I know are real. So what is Hire Tool? Since they're paying me, I got to tell you, it's a full service sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, and it writes search strings for you. If you don't know, you've never taken a, a course about how to write Boolean search strings, etc. like me, okay? You just put in normal language, and it fixes it up for you. It does the search. Then it gives you back ranked results. From top to bottom, it tells you who is best for your job. Then it guesses at what their salary is. It takes a guess at who is most likely to be ready for a move. And then it does it across a wide range of websites. Facebook, GitHub. You heard our our guest today mention GitHub a number of times. GitHub. Uh, what's the other one? Stack Overflow. Etc. 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 More than I can tell you right now. What I want you to do is get in touch with Nintran. N I N H Tran. He's all over social media. Take him your tough search. He'll do a search for you in the demo. Then he'll say, "Think it over and see if it's for you." Okay? He doesn't pressure you. It's a lot of fun. So go talk to Nin at Hire Tool. H I R E T U A L. Dot com. Okay, so where were we? We were arguing about job boards. Uh, where did you make your last? Your where did you find your last candidate, Greg? Last candidate was on LinkedIn Recruiter. LinkedIn Recruiter. Okay, great. Yep. Okay. Uh, do you use the phone? Do you call people? Do you make cold calls on the phone? I do. So, I actually it's interesting because I'm I'm toying around with. Uh, a few different things, and I posted on LinkedIn recently just asking everybody, 
what do you prefer the first contact from a recruiter to be? And I've gotten close to 2,000 comments. I think it's like 600,000 views. And most people want to get contacted with an email first, which is, which is interesting. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of toying around with Only email and – what? How so? Why would you, what do you mean? Why would you ask them to believe any of those things? Of course they would say that. It's like saying that's a bad survey result. I'm with, yeah, I'm with Jim. It's a bad they survey result? They can say one thing. They, would, they can say whatever they want, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you're not getting results with your cold calls. I mean, oh, that's oh true. I want you to No, call I mean, me. I, I do a little yeah, bit of everything. Uh-huh. Like I'm not – I'm not leaving okay. out the phone call just because I email. You I will email somebody. You did a disservice to recruiting by asking that because now everybody who commented is going to think that that's a good idea, and that's how they want to be contacted from now on. All right, so <laughs> if anybody has an issue with me industry. now, you can go to you LinkedIn and tell me how horrible I No, I apologize for ruining just, just the post in- your industry here. We'll find you. Greg, okay, you cool. Greg, you, it's not that bad. <laughs> Greg, Greg, are you feeling bad? Do you, are you feeling that the, the regulars I don't feel bad are at all. beating you up too much? No. You still feel, feel good, right? You're no, still happy I, I, feel, here, I feel pretty right? good. I'm still happy I'm, I'm here. I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of places I could be. A recruiting animal show is all right, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Do you leave voicemail? Do you leave voicemail? Yes, sir. How many, how many will you leave? Depends on the person and the position, uh, but typically three at the most. Uh, there was a time when all I was doing was a very specific niche in the healthcare industry, uh, and those people I would just call until they told me not to. Give us a sample. Uh-huh. Give us your, uh, your voicemail message. Hey, this is Greg from Trilogy. I was giving you a call because I've got a position. It is in, insert location, uh, for this specific position and thought that you'd be a good fit. If you are interested, please go ahead and give me a call back. Even if you're not, give me a call. Let me know. I sent you an email with a job description. You can respond to that as well. That's not bad. I think you sound great. Anybody, anybody else Delete. want to comment? Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Delete, yeah, delete, Jim, delete. But here's the redial, thing. redial, they, they redial. Have, after a bunch of these, he, they may remember the name of you know, his name, where he works. Why True. wouldn't you leave a voice message? No, you'd leave a voicemail, yeah. but, yeah, I, but the, the mess, it's the message. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Is, that's that's wrong, much Alan, better than most. Alan Floor. Alan Floor, what's wrong with that message? He says the city gives the job title. He sounds very chipper, and you know he's not a mumbler. What's wrong with that message? Jim Durbin, hi. This is Alan Floor with XYZ Company. I w- was referred your name, and I reviewed your. I looked at your LinkedIn profile. I'd love to learn a little bit about you and hear about some of your goals. I don't know if you're looking right now, but I'd love to do some networking. It, when you have a moment. Please call me back or text me at the following number, and I'll, oh, I'll leave you another message tomorrow. that's the That's totally the executive voicemail. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm calling not interested back. in networking. Calling him back. I like it. Uh-huh. Oh, Jerry's still it, away. All, I thought they voicemail. were both. Well, here, here's – so that, that was Alan that just it's talked? All about yeah, the, Alan it's all about the – yeah, it's all about Alan the whistler. So, so to so follow that, up on this, if you're leaving a voicemail – do you call at work? I would generally call at home, at their home, and if so, how do you find their home number? So if it's through a job board, more times than not they have their home or cell phone on there. Uh, if it's through LinkedIn Recruiter, it's a little bit longer time to get that phone uh, phone number because it's not listed on LinkedIn most times. Um, but I'll, I'll call them on whatever phone number I have for them. Well, how do you find the home phone? If it's on the resume or if they give it to me through LinkedIn Recruiter. So you well, uh, Kathy, Kathy, he calls them what? at work, okay? And he's not, a, he's, he's not afraid to call people at work. How many people get angry at you on the phone when you cold call them at work? What percentage of well, people, Greg? The percentage, I don't know, maybe 1% because I'm respectful when yeah. I do it. I'm not calling yeah, and just bulging through. Yes, there you but go. Candidates, you you don't have their phone numbers, and if you leave a right. message work, you're you're taking a chance. 
I mean, yeah. they so may not. The passive candidates resent. that you're talking about with LinkedIn Recruiter, I don't have their phone number until they give it to me. So that's them giving me permission to call them. But there are tools out there that you can use to get their home number. That's what I'm trying to get out of you. Yeah, uh, you know okay. what, Kathy? No. I'm going to tell you, Kathy, Kathy, even higher tools, H I R E P U A L. What? What? You, you leave my man alone. No, you spoke here and you'll get their home number talk, and their cell number. Let me talk. Even, no, even higher tool, it, you know, it'll often give you their work number. Or, or it's hard to get a. Not all. Not no, everybody. You, you, use, you can't always find. Spokio. Spokio will give it to you. Oh, yeah, she's okay, right. that's your favorite. There you go. Spokio. It is. You get Kathy. your cell, you get your home, you get you get you get a ton of phone numbers. Okay. I'm what about data.com? Is what? It, what was data. data? That's the old that's that's not what it's called anymore. Data doc. Yeah, data.com's no. It used to be jigsaw. I don't like it. it. Used to be jigsaw. Anybody got a comment were you, on that? Were one? you a maven no? or a rainmaker? What were you on jigsaw? Uh, I I I <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hey, LinkedIn. I'm going to do another ad. I'm going to do another ad. Hey, everybody. Recruiting Animal here. Back again for PC Recruiter. You know, I've heard that you have to say things over and over again to get people like these blockheads listening to this show to get get that. It's everybody to tell you the truth. Just like you have to leave tons of voicemails. (coughs) Excuse me till the message sinks in. (coughs) Oh, boy. Something's wrong with me. I gotta get a drink of water. Is that a question? So, Don't you go dying on me talk. now. Yeah, you guys talk. I gotta get a drink. I'll be back. No, in no, a no. Last time we did the that, we got in trouble. From his chest. <laughs> Jerry, take over, man. PC Recruiter loves you. PC Recruiter loves you. You know what? I have to repeat these slogans. PC Recruiter. I don't know any of the slogans. He must not be doing a good job. Yeah. He's trying, though. He's Canadian. He's trying. I know. We got it. <laughs> Wait, where did he go? Get a glass of water? Uh, yeah. He's he's Canadian. He's got to go get – he's got to get a directly from the spring, so he's got to go walk out. You gotta go get it from well, the city, guys, city well. Yeah, the well. Yeah, it's snowing here today. What happened was, while you guys were talking, whenever you went on, I started eating almonds. And oh, I got my one caught in my throat. But let me get this ad out, okay? Hey, everybody, recruiting animal, back for PC Recruiter. As I was just saying, you know, you leave voicemails. Sometimes you have to leave, leave five till the message sinks in. Well. I have to say the same things over and over again every week about PC Recruiter. So I'm going to run through a few of them for you, and I hope I don't choke. Okay? (coughs) Excuse me. Number one, big or small, we fit them all. Right? Don't I say that all the time? You can be a solo recruiter or a big recruiting team at a giant corporation. It doesn't matter because PC Recruiter is good for everyone. And you know why? Anybody want to say? Michael G. Cox, you know. PC Recruiter is configurable. They let you decide. Yep, configurable. You can say it. They let you decide what your recruiting software is going to look like. They don't force their workflow management ideas on you. And you know why? Number three, because PC Recruiter believes in individuality and personal freedom. They have values. Okay? And number four, that's because PC Recruiter loves you. They care about you. If you're a recruiter, they want to take care of you. So check them out, please, at PCRecruiter.net. Excuse me with all that throat stuff going on. I think I'm better now. I better get better before I have to do my next commercial for Hone It because Nick Livingston is listening. I saw him commenting on Twitter. Okay, you know what? You are uh, uh, you are a sales manager for four years. Am I right about that, Greg Johnson? I was a sales manager for about two years. Okay, at but a recruiting yes. firm, at a recruiting agency. Tell us, yeah. how do you get business? What's what's the secret to business development? If Jerry's still awake, he 
wants to know. This is Jerry's question. Go ahead. Stop, stop it with the is Jerry still awake stuff. I'm a professional, dude. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He may he may be wearing sweatpants, but he's alive and, and kicking. Yeah. So as as okay. far as sales huh. go, I I'm much better on the candidate side than I am on the BD side. Uh, what I did is I dialed a lot. I called a lot. I tried to set meetings. Um, and that's, that's really what it came down to is just trying to get somebody on the phone to have a conversation with me. Uh, but that's so, not where my strong people, suit you, is. Hold on. Hold on. You identified, you identified people on LinkedIn hiring managers. Is that, is that, how did you target the people you were calling? No, back, back then it was Jigsaw and data.com and just Googling companies in the area, figuring out where people were. Cause back in, what was it? Five years ago, LinkedIn was still basically just an online resume source. It wasn't like a, a big, yeah, for well, me that's at least. All you need. That's all you need to get the names to call. Okay. LinkedIn exploded after 2008 with the recession. And that's longer than five years ago. Lots, everybody yeah. put their resumes up there. Okay, so you found somebody, and then you called him or her, and wh what was your presentation? Why did you strike out? What, I, I would imagine you're so friendly, and, and you are, uh, you've got good diction, and you're articulate. Why weren't you a super success at, uh, at business development? So I'm much better on the relationship side. Once I already have that relationship, I can do great. But trying to – it just – for me, it feels awkward calling somebody – like I, I think you saw that Twitter – the thing I posted on Twitter about the invite where you call and you ask for the, the business right away. That's how I was taught back then, and I, it just didn't sit well with me, and I just had – I just was not a good salesperson to, to do the cold calling on that side. When, when it comes to candidates, I'm great. I love that. But I just – I don't know. I don't know. I just, that's hold not on, for me. Hold on. You just told us, you just told us you're good at cold calling people to recruit them, right? What's the difference? What's the difference? The difference, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a mindset thing. I couldn't tell you. I like calling candidates about opportunities, calling people that, uh, for, to do oh, business. Oh, I get it now. No, but, you like it because you're offering them something, whereas you want something. From the exactly. Other guy. Otherwise, you know, he's calling to get money to bring on business, but if he's calling to a candidate, he's calling to give money. So it's But he could different. see it a different Kathy. He could see he's yeah. calling up some company to say, I want to give them good candidates. I want to help them succeed. I'm right, the man for yeah. you. No, and right? That's, that's, have to that's pay. like I said, it's a mindset thing uh, for me, at least. And so, uh -huh. for example, okay. now I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. Go for it. <laughs> I'm tired of it you too. You're very honest about it. Okay, here's 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 uh, Jerry says that nobody ever calls people at work anymore. We've already proven that wrong. You do it, okay? So this mm -hmm. is what the, I call the gate the gatekeeper child. You know the liberties you okay. take with things that I've said uh, just blows my mind. Of course, you call people at work. Not as a main primary way to go, though. Few, few recruiters are doing that, so knock it off. Quit mischaracterizing okay, what sorry. I say. It's bad for my brand, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I call people at work. Yeah. Okay, so why would I say, we don't care. so from 8 to 5, we're all just sitting here not calling anybody? <laughs> emailing. face where I say, oh, I'm just calling because he asked me to or because this is an old friend or, or whatever, that can backfire in your face and then immediately whatever trust you could have built is just shot. Uh, so I'll say, this is Greg from Atrilogy. wanted to give him a call because he had an open position or something similar, uh, but I'm just being as 
honest no, no, as no, possible. No, 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 no. You're calling. You are calling to recruit someone. We've moved away from business development. You're calling uh, to recruit okay. Joe Blow. Okay. You and she says, or he says, if it's the security guy, whatever. Okay, Greg, or you, you say, sir, who are you? My name's Greg Johnson. And why are you? What's the reason for your call? What do you say? I want to recruit this well, guy. Is that is that what you say? I, I don't ever. I don't ever speak to a gatekeeper. Uh, I always have their direct line if I'm calling them. Kathy, well, what? how did he get their direct line all of a sudden? How did he get that? Re- he doesn't have it. He- no, if it's on he their the job board, I call them. If if it's on LinkedIn Recruiter, I ask them for it. And if they give it to me, I call them. So I'm not going after you, them at their work. Animal, animal, animal. More, yeah. more and more yeah. companies don't even have an actual company phone in there, man. <laughs> People have their cell phone there. This, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of this gatekeeper that you keep talking about. The, I've, I, the last ten companies that I've gone and personally visited, probably seven of them. There was nobody even in the lobby when you go in there. There's a there's a phone book and or sometimes not even a phone book. There's just a phone. Dial your party's extension. Have you left your uh, office, apartment, or whatever you live in in the last two years? Do you, have you gone to a company? There isn't a gatekeeper there. Not we went and got waxed not- yesterday. Gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, these giant corporations, yeah, they've got somebody because a lot of people go visit, so they're, you know, they have to help with name tags, and you sign the guest registry, and you flip through there to see what other agencies have been there that day, and then you go sit off to the side, and they call the person and tell them that you're there. I'm, you know what I'm talking about, right? You do this, have you done this? Are you, you know what, Jerry? Jerry. Jerry, you're wrong. Yes. Yes. There's lots of there's lots there's lots of receptionists. But let me just say something to the guest. Not guests. as many as there he used said, to be. And I personally know he, this. No, I'm no. going to these companies, and there is not a receptionist. There's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, he said that he cold calls people. Now he's saying first he contacts them through LinkedIn to yeah. get their uh, it, their phone numbers, and then he calls them. There's different ways of doing it. If I find them first on the job board and their resume has their phone number yeah, on it, I will call the them job board. right there. Yeah, that's separate. Forget it. You find somebody on okay. LinkedIn. You, you see yes. this, you know, Susie, Susie Jones is going to be uh, a good candidate for this job. Susie doesn't have email address there. She doesn't have a phone number on her LinkedIn profile, but her company name is there. So you look up the company on Google, you get their main phone number, and call in. Do you do that? So No, they, I don't get their main phone number for their company. If I get their phone number, it's directly to their cell or their home phone How? or whatever it is that they How? give me. How? How? Should I say When I'm on LinkedIn Recruiter. No. Ready? When I'm on LinkedIn yeah. Recruiter, I send them an in-mail. Yeah. They respond there back. Hey, I'm really That's interested. Not call. He's not a cold caller. Oh, boy. Yeah, you were telling us. Not for LinkedIn ago, Recruiter. Cold I cold call anybody I find on the job boards. That's not a cold call either because but, you've got, well, it's not the same. Okay, because they, they're active. Okay, what, ahead, define. Okay, go for okay, it. Okay, I'll define Just it. Alan. So you find you Alan. find Jim you find Jim Durbin at Microsoft, and you see you have some information. How do you find his number? Uh, are we talking about on LinkedIn? He already said he goes through LinkedIn. He in- emails them uh, through LinkedIn. Emails them. Right. Okay. okay. And they don't answer. In-mail. And they don't respond. And they don't respond. Uh, then I'll follow up. And with? if they don't uh, respond, with another email. Okay, okay, so hey, I'm gonna so I'm gonna to make f- this really okay. So I'm gonna get I'll make this simple. As a panelist yeah. on a LinkedIn and on a LinkedIn conference, everybody had LinkedIn Recruiter. All the questions: How do I improve my in-mail? How do I improve my response? How do I get this stuff? And LinkedIn said, "Do you have a comment, Alan?" I said, "Yeah." For the last five questions about that, I, my response is a question: How many of you have picked up the goddamn phone? <laughs> I have a name right. and a company. I'm I have a name and a company. I'm done. I'm on the phone. Okay. You, you know what? Go go look up Maureen Sharib. I think it's Maureen Sharib. Um, and sure. go, go sign up, Sheriff. Go look up her webinar or her weekly call-in or her look at her posts on getting past the gatekeeper. Sorry, Jerry. 
um, and how you do the phone sourcing. I think I think you I think you'd enjoy it. Maureen Shreed. Yeah, so, sure. Well, I'll send it to you after. Okay. Look, <clears throat> I got to do an ad. H O N E I T. I don't know. Something's wrong. I, it seems like there's more ads than there are. The ads really should only take about four minutes out of an hour show. It shouldn't be that much. Okay. But I don't know what's going on. H O N E I T. Hone it is phone interview technology. Here's what happens. The candidate and the recruiter dial into the interview just like they would ordinarily, and they have a regular interview. Only thing is, it's recorded. So you have an audio recording. And then it's automatically turned into a transcript. So you've got text that you can read, and you can search it for keywords, so you don't have to worry about taking notes or forgetting some detail. It's there for you, and it's there for you to pass on to other people as well. You can share the information with anybody involved recruiting, with a, uh, you know, recruiting for that position. They don't all have to interview the candidate and ask the same questions over and over again. And look, when you have a question that you know is really important, you just press a little button and you ask it. You ask the question, then when it's over, you press another button and you finish talking about it, and that creates a clip. A special clip that you can pass on to the hiring manager again, anybody on the hiring team, and say, these key questions, boom, here you go. They can just hone, hone in on them or home in on them right away. And look, the good thing about it is that if a recruiter is uh, doing a technical search and he or she doesn't know anything about there or too much about the technical stuff, doesn't really understand it, the candidate understands it. The candidate describes what he or she is doing. It's on the recording. It's on the transcript. Ship it over to the people, the tech guys on the team, on the hiring team, and they'll understand it as well. It takes a lot of the pressure off the recruiter. So go check it out at Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Nick Livingston, do you want to get in there? Do you have something to add? Nick, hold on. I got to open a few more. See if Nick's still here. Nick, are you on the line? Is there something you want to say? You want to add to that? Nick. No, he's not here. Okay, so we're going to wrap up in a few minutes. Is there something I haven't asked you or that the, the group hasn't attacked you about uh, that, you, that you'd like to talk about? I'll, well, I'll some more I mean, but go, go ahead. Go, go for it. No, I mean, if, you, if you've got more questions, I'd rather go over your questions than tell people what I think they might want to hear. No, no. Well, what do you think recruiters or some recruiters need to know? Because you, you say that you want to help recruiters present themselves better with – here's a question. Sister Allison yeah. Cruz asked it just before the, the show started. She said, look, there's a lot of recruiters who don't have their LinkedIn profiles completed. I didn't know that. I thought – took it for granted everybody did. Okay. Why is that, or is it necessary? Do you really have to have a fully completed LinkedIn profile to be a good recruiter? No, you don't have to have a fully completed LinkedIn profile to be a good recruiter. If you want to build a brand and want to hopefully attract people to come to you more often, then yes, I would 100% suggest that. But like Alan said, if you've got a name and a company or if you've got career builder and all the other job boards and everything, you can be a good recruiter without a LinkedIn. Okay. Okay. That's the answer. Anybody else got a question for him? <laughs> Anybody else? Well, I've got time for one more. Okay. Let me see. All right. I don't know. No, I think I'm going to end there. I just because, you know, we'll, we'll get going and it's almost time. <laughs> Recruiting Greg. Greg Johnson, Alan Floor, Kathy Manis, Michael G. Cox, Jerry Albright, Jim Durbin. Did anybody else talk? I don't think so. Again, Greg Johnson, thank you.
you guys. I have to say, no banning on this show. Nobody's that bad. Uh, and you know no, here's what? the deal. I here's get... the deal. The dude is full of negative energy, and I'm just saying I simply don't. My the after show is not about negativity. It's not you know what, about Gary. Wh- what? Gary. If yeah. you open your eyes, you'd see he talks to you just like you talk to me. It's constantly, animal is an idiot. Everything he says is nonsense. I no. used to like the no. show, no. but now it's nothing. Yeah. I don't kick you off. Hey. I don't kick you off the show, and hey, you're, you're not going to kick him off, okay? Hey, I just don't need it. If, if he man, is man, ready man, to man. say that he's done with it, then I, I embrace his participation. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I can see, this is what you say, I can see in your face when you're uncomfortable in your clothes. Uh Help your your body out before you have a problem. That's what you say. And here's your advice. Use body glide on your inner thighs (laughs) and under... <laughs> and under tight bra straps. Where I don't even know when you have that prickly heat syndrome. In- What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.